Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walk into a Bar. I'm Sean O. Fernie S. So, uh, what's happening, Fern? Not much, man. Just living the, the shelter-in-place life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did some I did some live videos or live video today and one of my new songs came out. I sent out a positive oh, yeah, message yeah, yeah. of music gets me through. So that's what I've right been on. up to doing the social media thing, as fun as that is. And uh gonna drink some of this uh um you know, like I said, I, I like to support the local brewery. So I, I got mm-hmm. some uh Frogtown beer delivered to me and i'm still drinking on how much of that i bought you know nice. gotta support the gotta support the team uh so i'm drinking uh the war on sobriety again i just love the shit out of this beer it comes in tall cans mm-hmm. too so mm-hmm. you know it doesn't take much of the, that to, to do you pretty good it's over 10 percent. you drank right anything on. good lately yeah in fact um i just finished drinking uh, a beer from trader joe's and it's apparently it's their white label beer or their private label beer it's called simpler times it's lager. Mm. It's at six point two percent ABV. Ah. It's it's really good. It's surprisingly good, man. It's uh really yeah. It does. I mean, just reading the name "Simpler Times" makes me long for pre-COVID times. So it, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it's forward good. to going out to a bar and drinking. Yeah, dude. Like just simpler stuff, yeah. right? Like getting a burger, yeah. having a beer, talking yeah. shit amongst a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we miss our burger before uh, at down at Lincoln before the podcast. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. Yeah, they <laughs> the have a really pots. good the and the yeah, the Washington burger. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well soon. Yes. Soon enough. Soon enough. Yes, soon. So I guess uh let's get right into it. So I kinda want to talk a little bit about the some of the big brother aspects I've been seeing of uh the, the government reactions to the to the to the virus. And a couple no, of them be, are really concerned. huh? Before before we jump in real quick, let me give the information. Uh, our oh, contact yeah, yeah, information. Yeah. All right. So on Twitter, uh, you can reach us at PNL Podcast. On Facebook, our page is called The Progressive and Libertarian Walking to a Bar. Our email address is PNLPodcast at gmail.com. We're on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Alexa, Echo, Stitcher, Apple, SoundCloud, etc., etc., etc. All right. Go ahead. Indeed. Yeah. So some of the big brother aspects of it all. Uh, the one that, that really got me today that I read, well, I read another article about it today, but I read about it the other day, is in Riverside County, they're getting an app or something like that that they're putting out so people can, uh, you know, say if their neighbors are having a bigger gathering or if uh, they see somebody that's not social distancing, uh, as opposed to, like, say if somebody's not social distancing and they're not, they're getting too close to you, you should be able to verbalize that to somebody without ratting shit out that seems a little weird to me and it just it it really reminds me of 1984 where you know people were always just ratting out their neighbors for everything um and you know if 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 two people like say if if like uh i had friends like say you because really uh i know you've been sheltering in place and if you came over here it wouldn't freak me the fuck out because i know you haven't really put yourself at risk so if you wanted to come over and hang out that really wouldn't bother me we're too responsible to do that but that wouldn't bother me but and it would piss me off if one of my jackass neighbors saw you pull up and come over here because they knew you didn't live here and we were gathering Mm -hmm. that would that would be bothersome to me and after this is gone i really fear that those kind of apps and things will still be around it'd be kind of a a way around 
you know, uh, calling things in or whatever. You can just say, well, there's something going on here. And it makes it too impersonal and easy for your neighbors to be up in your business. And that, that horrifies the shit out of me. I don't want to, I don't want to live in that world, um, with a bunch of Snoopy ass, narky ass, jackasses. You know, I want, I, I want to live in a world where I want to live in a world where people let, let, let live and let live. You know, that's what I, that's what I want. And that scares the piss out of me. Did you read that article? I'm, I'm reading it's it now. Good. Um, so let me just describe it really quickly. Um, so this is from the LA Times. The coronavirus watchdogs in Riverside County who come across non-essential businesses still in operation. Large gatherings or businesses not complying with health orders can now report scoff laws anonymously through the county's mobile app. Talking about Riverside County. County officials yeah. on Thursday said their app, Rivco Mobile, has been updated with a coronavirus feature that will provide data to county health officials about possible violations of state and local orders. Related to business closures, gatherings, and social distancing enacted in response to the outbreak. So it looks like there was an existing app already where you could report um, what you deem is, uh, let's say, illegal or illicit behavior. Uh-huh. Uh, they just added a coronavirus component to it. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. It's, it's, um, it, it is yeah, dangerous when you make yeah, it so that's anonymous. Yeah, dangerous shit right there. But, you know, at the same time, um, there are a lot of people that have to report crimes anonymously because they fear repercussions, uh, whether it's um, safety or or even life uh, threats. I mean, if you have an app, you have a phone. I mean, they could call in and tell somebody something if, like, you know, they saw somebody get murdered or something. This Uh, is another option. But, I mean, if the – I mean – Yes, there, there's a there's a lot of room for abuse. Absolutely, you're absolutely. Yeah. But at, at the same time, like if there's a group down the street that's having a huge party in the middle of the the shelter in place order, I mean they're putting a lot of people's lives, not only their their own but yours possibly. I so, mean, my neighbor said they had a big birthday party. I didn't call the cops on. Uh, I mean, I just you know that's not in my nature. I mean. Uh, you know, they 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 might they might have been a group of people that had been at home for two weeks, and they all knew that they were clear. You know, they might have been clear on that, and we will do. They might not have been as irresponsible as it appeared to me. Uh, well, you know, there's nobody. It is, nobody it can is truly that possibility. Know. Yeah, so like, it's not that's if, not my business. No, but it's it's really hard to know that everyone. Like, let's say you have ten people that you're meeting up with. It's it's damn near impossible to know that every one of those people is negative for COVID nineteen. I don't know if they, like I said, if they, if they had all had food at home and uh, hadn't been out of the house in a, in two weeks, I mean, uh, you know, and hadn't had the shop, you know, like you know, uh, I just, I like I said, it, it, it just, it makes it so that somebody's making a speculation of I what mean, they see. They, they might the, perceive something else. It's, it's you know what I mean. Tough. I have to say yeah, it, it, ten, all, all ten people all stayed at home for two weeks without with with staying perfectly isolated. That's that's tough, but uh, but it, I mean I I agree. This is a uh, there's a lot of danger with this this app being abused, or even the fact that it exists is problematic. Obviously, but uh, I mean, like I'm right, sure right now I won't be out of the house for a couple of weeks. And if somebody else I knew hadn't been out of the house for a couple of weeks, they wouldn't come kick it over here. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Mm, I would. I absolutely would. I mean, I wouldn't do it just out of thing, but I wouldn't have a problem with somebody doing something like that. I said, I'm, I'm waiting until yeah. this shit clears up. Just because. And if it, and say if my mom wasn't here sick, then mm-hmm. I'd probably be more likely to do it. Because I'm, I'm not terribly afraid of getting sick. I'm a germaphobe. I don't like germs. But I, I think my immunity system's good enough. I think I could fight off anything. 
would I want well, to do it? No, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, especially because we we don't know like people. We don't know that it uniformly uh, attacks people based on how strong their immune systems are. Like yeah. it, it's hurt, it's hurt people that were younger. It's killed people that were uh, adolescents, people without a prior uh, or pre-existing health conditions. Yeah, or at least at that's, new that's the, at the time. That's the yeah. I mean, that's the that's the risk. So well, mm -hmm. anyway, like um, but yeah, there's Same a lot of danger the in these apps. Yeah. So. Well, so uh, that was it. That's I, my. But we can't. But we can't compare this mm -hmm. to the flu. This is totally different from the flu. No, but I mean the flu. I mean, like I said, I think I mentioned another episode. I had the flu, about killed my ass, mm. and you know, ever since I've had that, I've never caught the flu again. So I think it. You know, my body fought it off, and I did. You know, I'm I'm better off for having had that. It was a shitty two weeks, but you know, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad I went through it. Now I wouldn't have said that then, but now I am. So, well, maybe my herd um, mentality's up in the for the flu. Maybe uh, oh, you heard immunity. You mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what um, I mean. It's a uh, well. I'm not sure you're any more any more immune to the coronavirus. Maybe the flu, but hopefully, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I'm immune have to. to it, but I haven't caught anything monstrous like that again. Good, good. So, I hope that, you never do, man. Yeah, you. I hope nobody does, man. That shit yeah. sucked. Mm -hmm. So. Let's kill that topic and go on to the next one. Uh, well, I want to give him a second to talk about uh, the the great folk singer who died of the coronavirus. Uh, uh, go ahead. Um, folk and country, uh, John Prine. He's, he's one of the guys that got me into folk music. You know, he sang about coal companies polluting the shit out of everything and strip mining, uh, people polluting water. Also, a lot of anti-war stuff. You know, I love his anti-war music. Um, one of my favorite songs is... Uh, um, your flag decal won't get you into heaven anymore. That's a great one. Um, all these great tunes. So he yeah, he was 73, but he had a couple of bouts with cancer. Uh, the last one, he had half a lung removed. So when I heard he had it, I, I thought it was probably not, not a good good thing. So he, yeah. he's, he's gone, but his music uh, will live on. You know, just awesome, awesome fucking songwriter. Rest in peace, Did man. Christmas and in prison. mm is he did he yeah. did he die due to covid 19 yeah 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 mm. yeah he was on a ventilator that, last 4 days or something wow um along the same lines want to give a shout out to Ellis Marsalis Jr. oh yeah who also yeah, passed yeah. away he was a, a great pianist well. yep father to Branford and Winton Marsalis and Jason yeah, lost, I forgot the other ones yeah so huge losses for us yeah 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 all right. Yeah, big time. So, mm -hmm. so um, now I want to just bring it back to. Uh, oh yeah, COVID. John Prine also had a great song called uh, "Illegal Smile" about weed. Oh, it's a great song. The illegal there smile. You, there you All go. All right, so go on. COVID, what the the indifference? Uh, so COVID and race. Um, so I, I'm sure everybody's already heard about how um, different states, different counties, different cities have started releasing data as it relates to race and how it's affecting different people. Um, mm -hmm. And two things have become incredibly clear. Number one, that whatever health disparities uh, we're carrying were existing in the U.S. and how it affected uh, minorities negatively, they have carried over into um, the into the way people are experiencing COVID nineteen. And number two, that these differences are exactly the way you would expect them to be. There's it's unfortunate. 
Um, so I'll, I'll just describe a couple of things that I've seen so far. For for example, and this is from an article I saw from Brookings.edu from Rashawn Ray. Um, in Michigan, African-Americans make up 50% of the state population, but represent 35% of people diagnosed with COVID-19. So that means mm -hmm. that um, they're, for whatever reason, they're they've been overrepresented. Overrepresented, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and, and it's the same in, so this is in Michigan, but the same can be found in Illinois, in North Carolina and in South Carolina. And I'll talk about California. Yeah, I heard the same thing second. about New York, but with Latinos. Yeah. Latinos yeah. were 30% of the population, but 40% of the deaths. And, uh, so let's talk about California for some local, um, information. So in his, uh, this is a couple of days ago, Newsom revealed in a daily press conference that, um, and this is and this is, a, this is I'm just going to introduce the kicker right off the bat that um, at least in California and I'm sure it's the same in, in a lot of other states uh, the race and ethnicity information hasn't been entire hasn't been revealed for the entire data sets um, and this has to do with the way some state agencies some federal agencies some state uh, some local or regional or county agencies are gathering data so in some cases these the testing sites are run by the counties or the cities themselves and and some testing sites are run by private um, labs so some of them mm -hmm. will ask for this information and some of them won't ask for this information that's why there's a lot of missing information when it comes to uh, race and ethnicity so with that caveat um, the stats for california um, of 6300 cases where race or where ethnicity was noted they found that 30 percent were identified as hispanic 14 percent asian and six percent were black, and uh -huh. now now in terms of deaths, twenty nine percent were Hispanic, sixteen percent were Asian, and three percent were black. So again, Hispanic Latinos or minorities un overrepresented. Now even more local, like talking about LA specifically. Um, now this is from last this past Tuesday's data, and now their data again was incomplete, but they were able to talk about ninety three deaths specifically. Now it's gone up a lot more. But um, as of Tuesday, it was 93 deaths that they talked about, and they were say, and they said they revealed that 28% of the the victims or the people that died were Latinos, 27% were white, 19% were Asian, 17% were black, and 9% other. Now the mm -hmm. the big reveal there is that uh, even though African Americans form 9% of the population in LA County, they were they formed 17%. Of the people that died so mm -hmm. twice as many so again heavily heavily represented now um the question is why why are why are they being overrepresented and one of the first things i can think of is that there's a mistrust in general among minority communities for the medical system and all yeah. you have to do is yeah. just look back at like tuskegee for example where yeah, African-American yeah, yeah, yeah. farmers were, were tested on with syphilis. They weren't given the cure, even though a cure was, was available. And, yeah. and for Latinos, for example, up until the 70s, this is crazy to think about, but up until the 70s, uh, women, Mexican-American and Mexican women, were sterilized. Yeah, that's, cr that's crazy as fuck, yeah, man. By, by force or by coercion, up until the yeah. 70s, which yeah. is wild to think about. So it's, it's, it's man, very it easy really to see why... Is. Yeah, so you it's very hard to like for people that don't want to go to the, who already have this experience or this history with the medical system but want to go to these um, these places. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make sense, right? 
Um, yeah. So like so even so Fauci, who we all come to know and love, he talked about this on April seventh, and he said, and I quote. Health disparities have always existed for African-American community. Coronavirus is shining a bright light on how unacceptable that is because, yet again, when you have a situation like the coronavirus, they are suffering disproportionately. We will get over coronavirus, but there will still be health disparities, which we really need to do something about in the African-American community. So that and the the health disparities that have existed in this country... um, for hundreds of years, for decades, and in varying degrees, have again shown shown themselves in COVID-19. Yeah, I think think in general, if you you looked at, uh, if I mean, I'm sure if you looked at who died more, poor people or rich people, I'm sure that would be a big one too. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure sure rich people, I mean, people have the money, can have better care too. And they're more willing to go to a doctor. I mean, you know, my grandma was from the south, and man, she fucking hated going to the doctor. I mean, she just would not go unless mm-hmm. you know, unless you know, it was absolutely necessary. I mean, she wouldn't. She hated it all, you know. And you know, and she still lived into her eighties, you know. Right, right. Uh, and then you know, and, speak- and actually, you know, died died because of surgery. So you know, ultimately because of the surgery. So you know, uh, if she hadn't had the surgery, she'd have probably lived longer. So you know, technically, I guess she was right in that sense. <laughs> well. The other, the other part of it is that, um, like when we ask the question, why are minorities getting uh, more likely to get the disease than others? So it, it has mm. to do with poverty, with institutionalized, uh, well, racism, and also with the structures that exist, and like the kind of jobs that people have to have. So for example, there are minorities that unfortunately have now formed uh, this giant legion of workers that are deemed essential. So they have to mm. be in the front lines, whether it's working as bus drivers, whether it's grocery um, clerks, whether it's uh, food delivery employees, they're at the front lines. They're more likely to be the ones, ex- well, possibly exposing themselves to this. So, for example, like uh, I was able to look up some information. And, uh, and again, this is all uh, from the same Brookings.edu article that I found. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, he describes that. Um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it definitely gives them a hell of a bargaining chip. You know, you say, well, you know, we're in this. And once it's over, they can even say, well, you know, this is this is what we still have to face because it could start happening again. So they'll always have that as a bargaining chip when it comes to, I, you know, like working I with their union hope and so. stuff. Certainly yeah, hope so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it makes sense. It makes sense to me. You know, you, so, you, you have that. People are going to put, let's face it, people are going to want to ride on a bus if they know their bus driver is not sick. Right. Uh, but I mean, speaking of bus drivers, like, did you know that thirty percent of all bus drivers are African American? And uh, I ride the bus fact, a lot. I, I would, I would have, yeah, I would have figured. And um, so, so let's talk about a bus driver that I'm sure a lot of people have heard of already. Jason Hargrove from Detroit. He's the one that made a video. He's a bus driver. He made a video about how he's he he, dri- he drives the bus. He's putting his life on the line every day, especially when he, in the in the incident that he described was where a lady was continually coughing without covering her mouth, even though people were telling oh, her man. to cover her mouth. So, and then he died two weeks after that. So, oh, man. So, the, I'm, I'm sure there no, are, there are people... Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure there are people that talk about, like, well, it's genetic, they're more susceptible, or it's part of the culture, they're just not healthier. 
and and it's bunk. It, it's bunk. It, essentially, what's what's going on is the same structures that have um, kept minorities. I, I'm sure there's uh, a little bit of everything. That's probably place. the lesser. I mean, I, like I said, with the like Italians, they're more huggy, kissy, feely. Uh, you know, the you know they have a lot cl- closer proximity when they talk to you as opposed to like say somebody from Northern Europe or something like that. They're a little more standoffish. You're not going to have a, a a Swede sitting on top of you while he's talking to you. You know, so yeah, some of that is cultural is, too. So, but yeah, yeah but I mean, by and large, it, you, yeah, you're right. It's 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 mostly poverty, and and it's, and, it's and how you started off, it's poverty and uh, and, and a lack of people wanting to go to the doctor. You know, a lot of people and, don't and, want to. I mean, just in general, like me, me when I had that flu, I thought I was going to die. I didn't go to the doctor. I thought, right. fuck this, how I'm going right. to die. You know, because right. I know, so I knew, it's, I, it's I knew for the most part they weren't. Yeah, it, it's you know, I probably should have been in a fucking hospital. It's it's also a lack of access to equitable health care. It's also the fact that um, all the people that, well, because of poverty, doesn't allow you to be able to uh, stay at home and shelter in place if you want to. A yeah. lot of people who live paycheck to paycheck are essentially having to do this. And we see the results now of those structures that keep minorities um, poor and unable to receive the same kind of healthcare that other people would be able to have or be able to stay at home if they wanted to, unfortunately. And that's, and that's what we have. And, and, and in fact, uh, I want to, I want to raise a little bit of levity, levity, but it's, it's, it's funny, but it's also sad at the same time. Um, yesterday, U S surgeon general, Jerome Adams, um, when talking about these, these, these disparities and the way people are affected and dying, especially when it comes to minorities, at the end, he, uh, he was telling, telling people of color, stay home, don't do drugs, don't drink. Jesus and, Christ. And, and call your mom. <laughs> Dude, it's, oh, it's, 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 instead of saying, you know what we're going to do, we're going to make sure that we provide more education or we're going to redirect um, uh, medical Christ. resources. <laughs> yeah. Jesus so that, Christ. So that's the kind of person that we have. Um, yeah. Well, what, it was just a few weeks ago, he was saying it was nothing; it was going to go away too, or something like that, wasn't it? Oh yeah, no, the, the entire the yeah. entire White House cabinet, except for Fauci, and maybe Dr. Burks, are, are just doing a shit job. <laughs> but we're going to get past this, dude. We're going to get past it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll, we'll live. Yeah, I mean, humanity's been through worse. I mean, the Black Plague took out entire cities. So, right. I mean, it's it's nothing. And and at that time, the fuck they did. They they didn't even know what was causing it. Mm-hmm. At least we, I mean, we have the benefit of knowing what's causing it, and you know, those of us that choose to do the smart thing will will outlive it. You know, some some people might, uh, you know, who want to go to Easter celebration might not be here for next Easter because of this. So, you know, they if they wanted to meet God a little early, that's their choice. Right, and, and see, that's, you know, it's, and that's, that's it's one that's less it's one less ter- Trump voter, you should it, say. And that's that's the 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 thing. Like some people that are like you're saying, like they're gonna choose to go to an Easter celebration and they're gonna meet with whoever they they want to, and you know they're gonna bring this onto themselves. Um, mm-hmm. The the concern, especially when I'm, I'm tying it into race, is that all those other people that have to work because they're poor or who can't go to a doctor because they can't afford one until they get super sick and they end up going only when, when, they ha- when they're in, in, a re- in really bad shape. Those are the people that are going to suffer, uh, be, not because they're choosing to go to an Easter celebration, but because they have to work. Otherwise, there's no money coming in for themselves or their families. So well, I would say I'd say in general, we should, we should support businesses that are really helping out their customers. Like we went to Costco 
and everybody had gloves, masks on, everything. And not only that, they put they put big plastic shields up at the Costco over in Alhambra, in front between you and the person working at the cash register. So there was there was a shield between you and everything, and they all had everything on. So, you know, I think it was good. It looked like they were they were taking care of stuff. You know, they they had a time for the old people to come in early, uh, so to keep people farther apart and less people in the store at once. Uh, you know, they were handing out toilet paper so people weren't grabbing shit tons of it, you know, uh, didn't need any mandates from the government to do it. They just did it themselves. So that, that, that was good. I like that. I like if, that in a business. If, That's the kind of place I want to go. Cause you know what? I feel safer there. If they I want to go to the fucking dollar store, fucking look like a if, madhouse. If they can put a shield up to get rid of racial differences and disparities and injustice, <laughs> then I'd be yeah. all for that. Unfortunately, yeah. well, um, that's the racial differences that exist and disparities and unfairness that exist in this country are being highlighted again. And hopefully we will change that soon. Um, hopefully enough people will see what a, what a crazy system we have in terms of not only access to medical yeah. care, but also in the way that African-Americans uh, and other minorities are treated. Um, we'll see it and hopefully act against it instead of ignoring it until the next pandemic. Yeah, you know, I uh, like I said, everybody's got a bigger bargaining chip. That's for sure. I certainly you hope know, so. When it comes to, this. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, it has to be. I mean, they have to have a better bargaining chip. You know, it's like you know, I, you know, we risk our lives. You know, um, people who ride here don't want to don't want a driver who's sick. So you ought to let us have time off if we're sick. You know, and pay us for it. I mean, it's, there's a hell of a lot of bargaining chips, and that that's really what it comes down to. Sometimes. Sometimes shit has to happen for to make the you know you got to grease the wheel and this might be the the wheel or the grease that gets that wheel moving for for some of those progressive ideas, and it would be it would be in those businesses uh, benefit to do those things which you know makes my libertarian self happy you know because if the businesses see it's like fuck man we got to do this because people won't want to come here you know that or you know we got this as a selling point that that to me is is absolutely great because you know. Uh, the fact that a corporation or something can do that, it, it's cool. Yeah, and if we can, if we, I think the first major step is to have both parties or every party admit that there you so, American society is has been incredibly unfair and just treating our its citizens of color in a poor manner. In oh a yeah, yeah, yeah. Manner. Libertarians believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to look far to see it. The criminal justice system. And hammers them. And the, and the next step would be enact legislation to be able to protect all citizens of all colors. You know, I could see like the FBI or something like that looking over the police and other st- in states to make sure like if somebody, you know, if, like there, if there's a problem with it. Yeah. I mean, because obviously, you know, there's some places where the cops are pretty fucking backwards. So yeah. there has to be some sort of oversight because because, you know, you could have those laws in place. But if the if the. If the y'all is the police, then that's you know those all the laws in the world aren't going to do you any good. Did you say y'all Qaeda? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, y'all Qaeda. <laughs> I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might. <laughs> and uh, y'all Qaeda. And uh, and here here's a, a even a libertarian talking point for you uh, would be, um, I think at the end of all this, everybody that finally sees which corporations are truly protecting their employees, whether they're African-American, Latinos or not, if they're willing to yeah, do that. Yeah, just every human. Yeah, whether yeah. PPE or whether it's um, a hazard pay, if we're not paying attention to those companies and how they treat us now, 
and don't punish them for that, then we're just as, we're complicit in the way they're treating us. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. That's that, that's that's what I've always said, man. You got it. that 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 will make a lot of change if you back up the corporations that treat people right. Uh, but let's not forget legislation. Yeah, well, you know, like, like I said, it, it, yeah. There's our 28 minute mark, right, so right. we should start wrapping up. So, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. That that's 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 a that's a. I mean, you know, that's 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 wonderful. You know, to think that that we can back up a company that takes care. of am like, I know Costco's paying everybody more, mm-hmm. uh, and I've read about some other companies that are doing that too. Um, I can't think which other ones right offhand, but there's quite a few of them. And you know, some everybody, I guess, uh, uh, probably except for doctors and nurses, have tomorrow off. So a lot of corporations are letting everybody off for Easter, just like uh, f- restaurants and things like that. So everybody gets a break because everybody's been working their ass off. Yeah, yeah. To 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 keep what's left of the the country going. Mm-hmm. And um, so so that's what were you gonna say. So just one last bit is. Um, Probably we should talk about maybe next episode is uh, the post office. What's the future of the post office? Will mail, yeah, or be vote good. by mail, be used? If you've already heard about this, uh, please send us some details that you might know about. But yeah, I think that's the next big thing because it's. Go- I think it may affect. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, be good. Voting for the presidential yeah. election. That's it. Yeah. See. Yeah. So. Yeah, that should be one of our next topics, and then yeah. we're gonna try to have a couple that are off topic of coronavirus too to. To give you guys a an outlet to something that's not going to scare the piss out of you, depression. <laughs> seatbelts, seatbelts. So, yeah, seatbelts. Yes, we're going to talk about seatbelts in the future. Yes. Seatbelts and helmets. Yes, shit like that. All right. Well. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, follow us and listen to us and share and share with friends. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Stay yes, safe and wash care. your goddamn hands. <laughs> yes.